Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Time for Closet Conversations. It's 22 minutes after 11. Please do note that no one under the age of 18 should be tuned in right now. Let's uh, shut the front door and open the closet. It's time for us adults to speak freely about everything and anything to do with dating and relationships. Today, we're going to be speaking about dating and matchmaking services that are available in South Africa. We've got uh, the CEO of Match VIP, uh, who is also a matchmaker and a relationship therapist and a dating coach, Shannon Davidhoff. Shannon, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Love your program. <laughs> I'm glad that you've joined the program because this is something I've been very inquisitive about. But just looking at some stats, um, this is coming from uh, the year 2019 where it was uh, found that the city of Johannesburg is estimated to have about 3.4 million single people, which is about 61% of the population of the city. And you know what? When I saw the stat, I was sad because I'm part of this 3.4 million single people. <laughs> wow! And and and, <laughs> and 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 in the same in the same survey that was done, Shannon, it was found that uh, South Africa, well, Johannesburg specifically, was rated as the 54th best city to look for love in. But I was also told that you don't go around looking for love. Love must find you. So talk to us about the services that you do as a matchmaker. Well, Patricia, you know, people need access to the right people. If you are 25 and you're mixing with 50-year-olds, you're not going to find love knocking on your door. (laughs) And if you have cultural, religious, political backgrounds that influence your choices, You need to hang out with your kind of people. So those millions need to be boxed into generation groups, like-minded types. Are they sporty, academic, intellectual, housewives, retired people, um, disabled people living with disabilities? Are they people with special needs? So we have really got a vast array, a diverse group of singles. And that is why going online can be a minefield. There might be millions of people, two, three million on all the, on the online platform. And you might be liked by 900 in a month. Do you sit down and sit there and try and scratch your head? Is this a fake or a flake? Are they real? Are they telling the truth? Are they scammers? Are they criminals? And it becomes really exhausting. So a matchmaker does that for you, okay? Hmm. I cast my net far and wide. I've got three agencies, Match VIP, Perfect Partners, and Exactly Match. I mainly deal with professionals because they have a bigger problem than most. They uh, are very vulnerable because of their reputations and and their standing in society. They're very high profile often. They are role models and leaders of many people. They can't just go out on the town and go wild at a party and have their pictures all over Facebook and Instagram the next morning. So it's confidentiality, it's privacy, it's also a time factor. If you're running a company or you're working for an international company, you've got to work nighttime, weekends, whatever, your time is limited. So we are not necessarily here for the lonely and desperate who can't find love. 
We are here to introduce like-minded people that have got a compatibility rating of at least 50%. Opposites can attract. And I always say there is a lid for every pot, even if the pot is true. And people need to circulate. When we're looking for love and we go on an obvious platform like a dating, a dating site, we are thinking love. But we're not thinking get to know them first. I mean, there's STDs and, H- and HIV, and now we've got corona, and we've got all manner of, of, of types out there that wake up in the morning and actually set out to con you. So you've got to be aware and alert, and that's what I call knowing your landscape. Then you're going to study your landscape and expand your framework of experience. Who is out there? Who's right for me? Where do I feel most comfortable? With the knitting group, with the book club, the wine club, or the tennis club, or the cycling club, or the dancing club, the travel club. I'm using clubs as a metaphor here. So, you know, um, people need to have human contact. And we are the facilitators. We are the mediators. We are the moderators. And we keep everybody introduced, and it doesn't feel unnatural because we are the virtual friend in this now very virtual world where we introduce two friends, my two friends, to each other. Okay. Shannon, I want you to tell us how it works. How does one start off? Because for me, I mean, I've I've heard, I've got a friend who ended up getting engaged to a a guy she met on one of the dating sites. But when she told me how they met, I said, "Uh, friend, um, isn't that a dating site infamous for like uh, no string attached, (laughs) you know, one time sexual encounters? Isn't it one of those wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We meet, we, we have sex and we move away from it. She said, no. Oh, you know, you and I was just I was besides myself, and and I've never ventured into um, that particular side. So, how does it work when it's a professional matchmaker? Well, first of all, I kind of slow everybody's oxytocin and dopamine chemistry levels down, and I tell them it's worth waiting for the right love. Everybody, we all are human. And we see and we feel somebody's presence and we go, oh, God, I'm in love. We don't even know their surname, okay? And nature drives us into one night stands or a thing within a week. But there's no bonding. The glue hasn't set. So as a day coach, I tell everybody, it's up to you. I'm not the moral disaster. Whatever blows your hair back. But it's cause and effect and consequences. If you get intimate and you're sexual too early in the game, you can rest assured it has a 90% chance of crashing and burning. The person will start gaslighting you or you'll start gaslighting them and you start your search all over again. And then you get dating burnout. So when, when my people meet, they are because we're a club and we have little protocols, not rules, just protocols. Meet somebody. Feel them out, laugh together, talk, enjoy yourself. I can have a perfect match and they won't be, they won't have anything to say to each other. 
they'll both be extroverts and they'll, they can't wait to run away. Or I'll have two people very different and can't stop talking and four hours later the coffee's gone cold and they are so enamored with each other they can't wait to see each other again. There is no telling. But each person, every single person, needs to have their own, well, caution, boundaries. Be careful what to do. And it, there's no moral um, standard other than your own. If you are a liberal, free-thinking, anything-goes kind of person, sure, then you're going to meet people like you. And I mean, <laughs> I'm in Cape Town, and I know it's probably it's gay capital, it's a swinging capital, it's a capital for married couples to have open marriages, uh, affairs for married people, their website for this. And people are out there having the most incredible sexual excitement that they could possibly want. They have no no responsibilities. They don't have to worry about who's going to cook the dinner or wash the dishes. They're just out there and they're having a ball. They go home, they rest, they're with their families, their friends. Life is normal until the next throw. So it depends on what you want and how you define love. A lot of people don't know what love is because as you're growing up, we actually, <laughs> they hide the truth from us. They tell us about the birds and the bees, but they don't warn us um, on the sexual dangers, um, or the diseases we can get for pregnant, etc. So we fall in love and pretty much punching in the dark until we have our first love affair. And usually it ends because we're young. And there starts the history. Some people hang in there and wait until the right person comes along. So it's different for everybody. But today, without the sort of old-fashioned um, ideas and moral codes that we had in the past, we have to have our own code of conduct. So if you are tired of, of going nowhere, if you're tired of dating and, and frivolously, we call it dating by design and not default. Have a plan. You want to be in love. You want to be with somebody forever after because the rewards are enormous. Growing old together, going to midlife together, building a family together, uh, starting your own home, acquiring assets, going on travels. This is how a couple builds their life together. But if that's not for you, then sow your wild oats, do what you've got to do, and when you are ready, you'll settle down, you'll then look around and say, maybe I need to be properly introduced to the right people. Let me phone Shannon, or let me go on her website, fill in her personal profile, and let's see what happens. Of course, I do charge a fee, starting at 7,000 Rand for a year's membership. We are um, multiracial. Um, I wish I could get more uh, of those shy, darling black brothers on board because we have incredible, professional, beautiful sisters and not enough of the black brothers to, to, to go around. But they are out there. They're hearing about me. They're losing their traditions. They don't wait to be sold a wife or given a wife. And they really want to date. They want, they want to join the rest of the modern world. So things are changing, and I help people with lifestyle choices as well. 
And even after they have met and fallen in love, I had one a coaching session this evening. This guy was madly in love with a woman he met two weeks ago. They had been intimate. They had the ball of their lives. He thought, this is it. And then today he got the, got the dear John uh, WhatsApp. I'm terribly busy for the next few weeks. And you're the kindest, most wonderful man. You are part of the material, but possibly for somebody else. And he said, Shannon, where did I go wrong? I said, you rushed it. And you should know better. But you've done it. You thought it would be different. And it's not. So what do you do? You had a jolly good time for two weeks. You close the door. And you keep going. And you keep looking. And next time, you think twice. You know, it happens. Okay, I, I so Sh- Shannon, you've spoken about uh, the fee of 7,000 Rand per year yes. um, as a membership fee. So, w- what does this give you access to, especially if one is coming okay. to your um, matching services? Well, I spend about a million Rand a year on advertising to do the recruitment, to find the right people to introduce to my members. Then I have to go through the recruitment process. That means I've got recruitment staff with psychology background. It's exactly like recruitment for a job, but in a social context. Then we, we are your personal branding promoters. We, we send you for a photo shoot. We make sure that you're all polished and ready to go. We get you settled in. We do the generic date coaching to start you off. We give you coaching during your journey. We guarantee a minimum of 20 introductions, uncapped, in 12 months. Now, that's an average of two people a month, and those two come out of a possible five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred people that you would have had to go through yourself on an online platform. And you're going to meet them, you're going to make friends, you're going to see them two or three times. So if you need two people in a month, that's six dates. That's a lot of going out and that's a lot of pizza. So uh, it actually works out very well if they don't really get on with each other. They simply thank each other and move on to the next. And because you manage your expectations. We're We're not going to be forced to like each other or see each other again. It's a natural process. It's human wholeheartedness and connectedness. Hey, Timas, uh, we're speaking to Shannon, uh, who's the CEO of a Match VIP. She's uh, taking us uh, through the process of uh, matchmaking and uh, dating services. Have you, as an A-teamer, ever gone on a dating service um, or been matchmade? Please tell us about it. I'd really love to hear your story. Call in on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. I personally have never, but uh, from what uh, Shannon is telling me, it seems like it's something I would possibly explore but ish, i'm throwing caution to the wind because i'm just I'm, I'm just a very traditional person you know so uh, shannon for those who are traditional like myself you know you 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 want to meet someone organically because you never know people's intentions and you never know if you meet someone and you just don't have the chemistry you don't want to talk to them and already you've done the schlep of looking good and going on a date how do you get a person who's well we connect them and they talk on the phone and often they get on like a house on fire and talk for two hours. Then they know 
each other well enough to really look forward to, to that coffee date or cocktails. And then they meet, they eyeball each other, they feel each other's energy, warmth, personality. And that's where they kind of feel, hmm, this is good enough to actually do again. And they do that because they, from my coaching, they, they know now that they have to, even if they're roaring hormones and huge excitement in the air, they know they like each other. And it is organic. It's totally organic that in the modern world, we are actually old-fashioned. It's the way it's been happening for thousands of years. Um, this friend introduced that friend to that friend. And in the years before telephones, they sent each other's letters. And <laughs> now we do it with text. Mm. So it's just been speeded up. We ha- we, of course, we are very technology-driven because all my record-keeping, etc., but I don't use logarithms. I don't think robots match people. We've got human beings that match people. We talk to our people. You know, we don't just sign you up and you become a number. We actually get to know what your, what your what kind of dog you've got. Your sister died. We, we're sympathetic. We wish you happy birthday. Um, you've had a promotion at work. So we are literally your friends. Because we work with quite a few hundred people, maybe more than a thousand sometimes a day, a week, we give each person a slot and we work on their file. And then we we talk when we have to. We email when we have to. And for for that 7,000 rand, if you divide that by 12 months, um, it's not a lot of money. Divide that per hour, per week. So you get dedicated time from your matchmaker all about you, only you, in that time that we spend on your file. And yes, it's actually really organic because you decide, even if you went to a party, that's organic. And somebody walks up to you and says, gosh, can I buy you a drink? And you don't like the look of them. You're going to be polite and say, no, thank you, maybe later, and you're going to walk away. It's the same thing here. The person's going to engage with you. You're not going to like the sound of them or you're not like the feel of them. And you're simply going to be gracious and say, no, thank you. But if you are taken with them, you're going to smile and you're going to say, sure, let's do that. That's how it starts. Hmm. It starts with hello. It starts with hello, matchmaking in South Africa. And we're speaking to Shannon. Shannon uh, is the CEO of Match VIP. Call in on 011-714-2006 if you've ever been matchmade or you've been considering it because you're tired of just being um, single. Or you can WhatsApp on 0614104107. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM. 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. Late Night Conversations. We're speaking to Shannon, uh, who's the ma- CEO of Match VIP, and we are talking about dating and matchmaking services in South Africa. A-teamers, Shannon has uh, years, in fact, 
decades of experience in uh, matchmaking and uh, she's giving us uh, some understanding how it works. Now, um, Shannon, you were speaking earlier about the fact that in your database of uh, people looking for love and being matchmade, there's, there's a lack of black men. Is there a particular reason for this? Well, I would say that black men are very dignified <laughs> and the very idea and, and proud and asking somebody to help them to meet the right woman sounds like they're incompetent or incapable. But actually, those that have uh, become, with, become new age and realize the modern world have realized it's a smart way to go because that way they will be introduced to the best woman for them. Now, Shannon, you do realize that 7,000 rand is like a deposit or installment on a malobola, right? It's like <laughs> a quarter of a cow or half of a cow, <laughs> depending. So, if the men are listening <laughs> right now, if, mis- <laughs> yeah. if men are listening right now and they want to know, do you want it cash or do you want it installments? Because they might be looking for love. Well, it's negotiable, you know? Um, I don't do a monthly payment system because then I'd have to put my price up just to afford a bookkeeper. Um, so also in good faith, um, I do have a risk if I take a monthly payment that after one month they've met the, the dream of their life and then they stop paying me and I've got all those millions of rands to pay out on telephones and advertising and staff and rent because I've got to run a business, I've got to eat as well. So it's in good faith. I deliver, I guarantee. And if I don't deliver, well, first of all, I also credit people time out. If they're ill, studying, traveling, or having a trial relationship, so I'm very flexible. Um, I don't sell dates. I only They only pay for introductions. I can't guarantee dates. That would be trafficking or being an escort agency. Uh, but they can say no to an introduction. They get an email, they get a profile, they get photos, they get a CV. And they can actually decide, hmm, now this is somebody I can really talk to. Yes, Shannon, please, I'd like to meet her. And then I do the introduction, and he is proudly dignified, put in front of the lady and said, Sheepu uh, would like to meet you, Tabo would like to meet you. Um, and this is about him. And she says, gosh, you know, uh, sounds awesome. Yes, please. And then old-fashioned way, phones her and says, thank you for agreeing to talk to me and I'd love to know more about you. It's as easy as conversation. And then I'll start talking. They'll know about each other, what they do, where, where they've been, where they went to school, where they went to college, university, whatever. And then if they're having a good conversation, they'll take it to a coffee shop or a park or a picnic and they'll just make friends. And if there's a vibe and a stirring, they'll see each other again. If there's not, so what? Nothing lost, no no pain, no gain. And you move on, and you move on to the next, because you know Shannon is looking for you. Shannon and her team are looking out for me, and I have been trying out there for the last five years, being to 10,000 of those 10 million uh, profiles, and I just simply have not met the right person. I've also had been in very 
sticky situations, bad situations. I've been abused. I've been used. And now I need safety. And that is the main thing we provide, a safe platform. Shannon, uh, talk to me about the success rate that you've had in terms of matchmaking. Are there couples that uh, have been together for a very long time? Um, Absolutely. Okay. I've got a very strange business. Uh, If you open a store, a shop, you want a clientele and you want to build that clientele every day of your life. And the bigger your business gets, the more clientele you get. In my business, my job is to get you off my database as soon as possible because that means success for you and success for me. So I've probably had close on 80,000 people through my hands that I can say were dedicated to the process. And I've had about between 62 and 73% success rate. Some people have met somebody within two months. Some have had to come back for a second year, usually because they're actually enjoying themselves and they've decided maybe I must get my degree first, pay my house off first, or travel to Norway first, whatever. There's no rush. And it's all about timing. It's when your biological clock or your heart tells you it's the time. So, yes, there's a 10% success rate basically on online dating. It's not the worst if you're lucky and if you meet the right people. But you need to be really lucky. You need to be highly marketable. You need to know what your market wants. Um, I did a radio show the other day, and they asked me to profile a lady. And I said to her, imagine shelves. Are you on the city, city golf shelf, or the combi, or the truck, or the Oshkosh, the big, uh, the big uh, 40-tonner, or are you on the sports car shelf? You've got to know which shelf is going to be your buying market. And you need to look your best. You need to be ready with your social skills, your charm, your conversation, your kindness. You can't be demanding. And what women also don't understand in this day and age is that men are human. Don't ever confuse kindness with weakness. Men want to be heroes, and when they are, women mistreat them. So the men are very confused. They don't know how to deal with women. And they ask me, Shannon, what does a woman really mean when she says this or when she says that she does this? So I'm a translator because men are from Mars and women are from Venus, no matter where you come from in the world, whatever culture you come from. Women are more emotional and men are more logic. Men are more visual. And yes, their libido depends on what the eyeballs are telling them. This is good for me. This makes me feel good. Or this doesn't make me feel good. Women want to feel safe. I want to know when I'm with him. I'm a strong and independent woman. I've got a black belt in karate. But when I'm with him, I know my heart is safe. I don't have to scream and shout demand, push him around, make him feel like a child. I can simply ask him, please, darling. And this is how... Men and women are getting back to the original, traditional role. There's no patriarchy here. There's no matriarchy. 
um, yin and yang uh, equal strength. Uh, but you push, I pull. I call it the tango of love. Equal strengths, but in different departments. So when a couple come together and they combine their strengths and their weaknesses, they make an awesome powerful. Because both, both of them are bringing their best to the party as one unit. Two hearts beating like one. And that is what God meant us to have, really. It's simple love. Love is simple. People are complex. Let me go to Felicity on the line. Good evening, Felicity. Good evening. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm all right. Hello to your guests as well. Hello. 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 Um, just on the last point that you were making, you know, about how women complement each other. As you were speaking, I thought of a song. There's a song by Neo. I don't know if you know it, Patricia, but it says, you make me better. It says, mm. I'm a movement from, by oh, myself, yes. but I'm a force when we're together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay, let me get to my gazillion questions that I've got for you, Shannon. Hey, I've been listening patiently, and I thought to myself, if I don't call, then I won't get the answers I need. So, like, tell me about these people who go on these dates and the success rate, you know? Do they come back? What feedback do you get? Do people, you know, get married, find love, and live happily ever after? What what happens? And then another thing I wanted to know, do you have psychological services that you that you yes. offer? Because I I'd like to think that, you know, finding love is not as easy as it was before and this also has to do with the fact that and um, we are carrying a lot of wounds, both men and women alike. You know, we are w- wounded. So, how do you ensure that you know you're you're not well? Attracting... We have, yeah, we have an orient. We have two or three orientation discussions with every new client huh? before they even pay me. We we in good faith we put it up up front there, and they have every opportunity to unpack. What okay. has their story been? Where have okay. they been? What is their damage? What is, and you know, with a parapsychology background, um, I'm, I'm not a, a medical uh, psychologist, but I am a relationship therapist and a qualified coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the pathologies quite well. I can mm-hmm. pick up on codependency, narcissism, uh, neurosis, anxiety very quickly. <laughs> Have you ever turned anyone away? Yes, indeed. Unfortunately, I turn about 40% of applicants away mm-hmm. because, quite frankly, they are way beyond my my goalpost. They really need to see a counselor. They need to see a therapist. They need to see a doctor. They need to go and sort themselves out first. They simply are not ready yet. They so what are the biggest mistakes that people make? Because we, I think we end up coming to 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 you and and using your services because, you know, the traditional way that, 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 that the organic way that Patricia was talking about has somehow failed us. And I believe that in every relationship, each person does contribute to to this, a certain level of toxicness that exists in a relationship. Well, so, the human mm-hmm. being is an ego-driven creature. Yeah. So what are the mistakes that people make <laughs> and then run to to you? Uh, well, they're ready to talk to me when they can admit to me 
that they've been doing it wrong, maybe demanding, maybe mm. feeling entitled, uh, mm. maybe feeling I deserve love. And all the gurus on love will tell you, when you give love, you get it back. Love is a mirror reflection of what you put out. Um, when you say, I want to, if, if you were praying, for instance, you would say, dear Lord, give me somebody to love. And that person will love you back. But if you've got this ego, I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be treated like a princess or a queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me, me. Then, then, then you're going to go wrong. You're going to go for the wrong traits from the other people. You're going to probably attract a narcissist. And you're going to come short. And it also depends on our, our socioeconomic background what we are used to. There's a lot of family imprinting, societal imprinting, school imprinting, church imprinting. And we need to get to a point where we realize, okay, all of that has been my guideline, but now I need my own boundaries. I know I need to know what works for me. And that is why I develop then through these free talks a dating strategy. Mm -hmm. I make a suggestion. This is what's good. We do a personality test for free. And we ask them, so this is what we suggest you should do. We suggest you should go out there and the first four people we introduce you to just make friends. Get used to just being comfortable with a stranger. A stranger is only a friend you haven't yet met. See how easily you do make friends. Check the reaction they have to you. And you might bomb out horribly. Then you come back to me because the person's going to give me feedback too and tell me that you were argumentative or you were sitting there too shy to open your mouth, didn't say a word, and then I'll say, right, let's work on that. So I call that experiential coaching. All right, Shannon, let me go to Desmond. Thank you very much for calling in, Felicity. Very important questions there. Good evening, Desmond. Desmond, are you okay? So Desmond's line has cut, and uh, yeah, okay. Shannon, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. It's been such a great pleasure. Could you give us your website uh, for those who are keen? I just want to say one last thing to Felicity. There, we have had maybe three divorces out of our marriages. Of course, people have had quite a few relationships that they could walk away from without too much damage or toxicity, recover from them quickly. It was not meant to be, and I learned from it. That's our approach. And uh, I would say that at any one time, at least 80% of our database are meeting other people. It's a revolving door. So people are in, people are out. Then they come back, then they're in a relationship, then they're on a sabbatical, whatever. So it's never static. And that's why there's always this wonderful movement. Okay. So, just to answer the question, once my people get married, they normally stay married, okay? Because it was the right match. Okay, so my email address is info at match, V-I-P, M-A-T, C-H-V-I-P, dot C-O dot Z-A. And even if you just Google professional matchmaker, um, my other company, Perfect Partners, will come up there. You can read both the websites. If you join one of my agencies, you get automatic free membership to the other. 
So wow. there's a win-win for everybody. Ah, oh, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Shannon. It's been such a great pleasure. And I hope you think of joining me. <laughs> well, I'm sure the A-teamers have heard and they'll definitely be in touch. Have a good evening. Okay, thank you very much. Bye. A-teamers, uh, that concludes our closet conversation for today with uh, Shannon uh, David Hoff, uh, who was talking about matchmaking. So if you're considering these services and uh, you uh, get success, please share the stories with me so that uh, the rest of uh, South Africa can understand what happens in this world. And if there are some good testimonies from our A-teamers, then we'll all be enticed, all of us singletons. But I know that... Uh, Phineas is saying he's uh, joining. So, yeah. So, Shannon must just wait for Phineas's application. He's going to be out of the singledom, uh, you know, arena very soon. And I'll be left here alone. But, uh, yeah, that's it for now. We'll be back again at 10 o'clock. Mantla Shonga comes in with the sound awake at 3 a.m. until 5 a.m. So, make sure you are tuned in. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.